0: Welcome to This Might Be a Podcast, the Song by Song podcast about the greatest band of all time, They Might Be Giants. I am your host, Greg Simpson. I'm here again with Tom Dunford to talk about the They Might Be Giants song, I Found a New Friend Underneath My Pillow. I found a new
1: friend underneath my pillow. Hey, Greg, how's it
0: going? It's going pretty good. Uh... I guess I, I mean I guess we could do a peek behind the curtain, why not, and tell everybody tell everybody that uh this is our second session recording these. Oh then the, you're gonna ruin the magic for Well, me. I mean they'll <laughs> still know that it's the let's see. So how many uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. So this is episode six in a in an epic mini series. Premiering on HBO. <laughs> I wish, I wish. <laughs> I like that the intros, uh, even though I say them very quickly, are still longer than the songs. <laughs> By the time I say this might be a podcast, the song's over. I should try. <laughs> I should try to race the song next time. Uh, so the. Um, I found a new friend underneath my pillow. First, though, since this is our second session, I want to bring up. I did, I did shoot you a Facebook message when I found this out, but there was a revelation after the live episode on February 23rd when we had, I recorded the live Don't Let's Start episode and tribute show. I got a couple of emails after that, people who uh, had some kind words about the podcast and the live episode and stuff. And one of them was a guy named Jared Pike. And Jared Pike, we had just talked about while recording the first batch of these songs, and he he's like, "Yeah, I want to say good job at the gig, yada yada." Uh, I read his email on an episode that's going to air before this one does. Um, but yeah, he said he saw he has like Google alerts set up for "They Might Be Giants" and or like Google News told him it put "They Might Be Giants" and Lafayette together, <laughs> and he's like. What? That must be a mistake. They might be Giants when play a gig in Lafayette, Indiana. Uh, but then he found out it was about the podcast, and he came. And uh, yeah, this this dude that we've been talking about doing the fingertips and Beatles mashup. He lives across the river from me in uh, the Greater Lafayette area. I mean, we're only like like one hundred fifty thousand, I think, combined. Like the two. I think that's without taking the university students into into account. But so. Not a small town, but not a huge area. So, like, you know, if we were both in Chicago, we'd be like, "Hey, you're in Chicago too." Oh, wow, cool. But to be both in Lafayette and for me to n- have no idea, for one, like I then went ahead and friended him on Facebook, and we had zero mutual friends. Which, for being a, they might be Giants fan and uh, like a musician, um, was very odd. Like, I I haven't asked him too much about it. Like, we're actually going to have a little jam session. He wants to get together and play, as well as he's going to be on an episode too. We haven't uh, picked a song, I don't think. Um, but yeah, he's he's real deep into it. He's like, wait, I didn't see these songs on the spreadsheet, and I'm like, oh, they're there. They're just <laughs> disorganized, and so so he's he's in town. He works for Purdue, just like my wife does. Okay, yeah. So he's a
1: guy that covers like he not the music covers, but the fingertips to the beatles yeah, so though. he
0: does also have a whole yeah. uh website of beatles related stuff he has the website beatlesmedleys.com <laughs> and he uh his videos look so good like at first like if <laughs> you were fooled that it's 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 him on both sides of the linnell and flans uh split yeah, screen
1: all right <laughs> He did a good job
0: Yeah, too. well, that was, that was what cool. he does for Purdue, I haven't gotten into the details of what he does exactly, but he says he does video stuff for Purdue, so that's his job. So this is why the videos are that's so uh, they look so sharp. And he's, he's yeah, he he literally is a professional video dude. Um,
1: yeah, he was, those chords they were playing;
0: those aren't easy chords. Those yeah, are, no, he's a good uh, a good guitarist, definitely, and looks like pretty good keyboardist as well. So we're gonna. Me and him are going to have a little jam session. So I just thought that was it's funny. It's like, I'm like, dude, we were just talking about you. Because when did we record this first one? It was like mid-February. So it was like a week or we week and change later. Yeah.
1: yeah. It was like a week and a half before your uh, gig. Yeah, is. yeah.
0: It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? You live in town? Yeah, we no mutual friends. Uh-huh. I'm guessing he's just one of those... You know, there's a lot more than I think, like musicians that just play, you know, for themselves and... Uh-huh in their house and never yeah. gig. Like there's a lot of people that play instruments, but don't necessarily get up on stage and do it. And like, to me, like I have to go perform this, like a, a poll to me. Like I couldn't not play shows. Got one tomorrow. And, and I was just the fact that we had no mutual friends. I'm like, he must not be getting out there and mixing it up with other musicians. much. just kind of plays himself and films it. You know, he plays for an audience, but not a live audience, <laughs> a YouTube audience. Yeah, so uh, let's talk about this goddamn song then. This, uh, this episode is already too long. <laughs> what do you think of I Found a New Friend? I
1: like it. I always picture some guy <laughs> sitting there like holding like a slug or something, thinking about
0: uh, <laughs> a slug.
1: <laughs> what are your thoughts, Greg? Uh
0: So, I always thought this was Linnell doing a voice, but it is not. I clearly have not been... I've always liked this song and found it interesting, but the way the guys have employed their voices in different ways, I always just assumed that pretty much everything except the female vocals were them. But this is a guy named Brian Dewan. Brian
1: Dewan. Who is he? Has he done anything since, or is he just kind of a friend they pulled into the studio? Do you know?
0: Well, let's see. We got a long article here, and God knows I'd read it ahead of time. Uh, <laughs> uh, Brian, or Duane? Du- du- doing how you doing, Brian Doing has worked with They Might Be Giants on several occasions. He built the shrine that appears on the cover and liner notes of Lincoln. So the giant-like structure.
1: Cool. So he must be uh, a good friend of theirs.
0: He took the accordion photo and the miscellaneous T-liner notes.
1: I can't find anything on him on Google, but I might not be spelling his name right.
0: Uh, D-E-W-A-N.
1: Yeah. I, I spell it drew, Druin. Drew
0: so apparently his instrument of choice is the zither. And Linnell has even interviewed <coughs> him. Linnell once interviewed him on FX about the electronic zither that he built himself. Interesting. Ah, huh. well, this is yeah, this is an old video.
1: Yeah, here he is. I found him on Wikipedia. Looks like he's a, looks like I can't open it yet. My uh, tablet a little slow.
0: Oh, and they play the guitar, the song the guitar. Yep. With with him and his electric zither. I
1: don't oh. even know what does the zither sound like. I'm not even really.
0: <laughs> well, hell, let's play a little bit of this. Why not? Uh, so. Are you on? Uh, if you find this on YouTube. All right. They might be giants on Sound FX Part 2. The YouTube channel is Self Called Nowhere. So this was uploaded in uh, 2010, but it looks. Ve- it's definitely 90s. Uh, let's see. Oh, he's got it going through a Leslie speaker. I mean, it looks like an. It looks like an auto harp, but he's playing it like a slide guitar. <laughs> oh wow! Oh, I
1: think I've
0: heard that. I think I've heard. There's an old. He's, he's got like wah pedals and stuff. So I mean, this is definitely a custom zither. A zither is, I think, an auto harp is a kind of a zither
1: a song
0: from this record right that's right it's called obedience school and it right. goes like this yeah it's just a whole class of string instruments yeah. I'm have- oh zither yeah the greek word zithara is what the modern word guitar is derived from so zither is really a very broad term.
1: So I don't think I've heard that instrument, or maybe I've listened closely enough on the guitar. So I'm gonna have to, um, after tonight's podcast, go back and listen to that. Because if it's in there, it's probably there.
0: Okay, so this guy, yeah, I'm just gonna play a little bit of this. Uh, I mean, it's from the, it's from the same album. So why not? This guy plays the zither with the band playing the guitar. So I'll drop a little bit of that in. Too long of an episode i already talked about trying to reel him in but of course didn't work didn't work <laughs> uh so i do like the song and i like the yeah the new that the new friend could be pretty much anything i never pictured a slug but now i'm liking that all of a sudden and i think uh yeah because he sounds like the the voice you can know, it sounds kind of like um I'm not saying Brian Dewan is a loser, but he, the voice sounds kind of, kind of like, well, well yeah. you know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of a boring guy and never leaves the house. <laughs> and I found this slug here a with in no the basement or something. You just kind of—that's
1: how I picture it. You know, yeah, yeah, it yeah. Is, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: That—that's
1: you know, I told you I had this whole story set around this song, and that was, um, that was, that was the inspiration for my senior writing project in high school.
0: Yeah, that's so awesome. <laughs> oh, he's also <laughs> collaborated with the Music Tapes. Are you familiar with the band The Music I've Tapes? I've heard
1: them. Weren't they like kind of like that um, Neutral Milk Hotel kind of association?
0: Yep. Yeah, it's Julian Coster. He's the he's the that's his
1: yeah.
0: band. Post uh, Neutral Milk, he's the front man for I mean, that.
1: Like, um, or the um.
0: Remote. Well he's he's the singer and he plays some brass and he, but he focuses on the saw. The singing saw is his uh yeah. His deal. Yes. And I I'm, I'm a big fan of his and I've done Neutral Milk Hotel cover bands and basically been him. He plays like I would play the accordion and the saw. Okay. Um Yeah, and he just I I mean I like it. I like his I really like his aesthetics and his whole like kind of kitchen sink attitude like he will play like any weird instrument, but apparently uh doing in 2002 uh narrated part of a story that the music tapes did this story album called The Second Imaginary Symphony for Cloud Making, which I'm unfamiliar with that album of theirs. I'm not a completist of the music tapes, but I'll have to check that out. Yeah. Um, I, it's pretty cool. I
1: passed them by. I listened to them years ago and then I um I haven't I haven't listened to them in a long time, but they had a couple of good songs I remember. I'll have
0: to Yeah, they're I but yeah, like I, I really like their uh like I said, like his Whole aesthetic but his his singing voice julian Coster's singing voice is not my main draw to him like he has a very unique singing voice very untraditional yeah. kind of yodely kind of voice yeah. almost but i i like him as a musical backup to jeff mangum i think that they're like the perfect pair there you got like the genius songwriter that just like bashes out these simple songs on acoustic guitar and then you got the other guy who comes up with like the weird instrumentation behind him um yeah, yeah. Aeroplane over the sea is one of my favorite albums of all time. Uh, and what it's what this and uh, and Julian Cost playing on James K Polk uh, was what, uh, what it caused me to pick up the saw. I play the oh, saw. Do you? I do. That hard to
1: play. I've always wanted to try that, but I've never had the uh, the opportunity.
0: Um, it's is once you once you get the technique, like the technique is harder harder than you think. You basically are. You put the handle. I mean, I could show you. This episode's already too long, too. I mean, it's just, I could show you over and maybe cut it out of the episode. Yeah, show
1: me real quick. I want to see it. All right. All
0: right. Now, now you got me. Wait, hold on. I'm not gonna be able to hear you for a sec. Yep. I just hit my computer with the saw. <laughs> okay, so I got a violin bow. A very cheap violin bow here. Apparently cello and bass bows are the way to go with saws, but I already own a violin. I've just been ruining the bow. You can see all the... You can see all the fraying... The hairs have been killing.
1: What's that? Is it any kind of saw, like the, the, that, that saw that you have? You can just go to the hardware store and get one of those saws, right?
0: I did start uh, experimenting with a, a saw that I bought for like a dollar at an antique store. But this actually Ooh. is made for music. See the logo there.
1: Okay. Yep. What does that
0: say? Wentworth singing saws. This is a tenor. I just got a tenor because I figured it's kind of the mid mid range. You cover some low and some high. So trying to get the camera angle right for you here. So you stick the handle in your crotch, and then you bend it, but then you bend up at the end. So it's kind of like a slight S oh. curve, and then you, you find the sweet spot with the bow.
1: Oh, that's
0: awesome. And then if you want that vibrato, you, I'm just jiggling my right leg. Does,
1: they might be. They have a, do they use the saw in. Um, what's the song on Lincoln? Whether your eyes bulk. Don't Go? Do they use the saw
0: Oh, I'm, I, I was saying that James K. Polk was the only song with saw on it. I could be wrong. I swear I it
1: sounds like I'm I'm going to have to re-listen the link.
0: But yeah, so you bend it. I mean really, you've got to have a good ear if you want to be playing anything melodic because you're essentially, you know, there's no buttons or keys or frets like you've got to just bend it up to the yeah. note. So like playing like James K Polk like it would be better if I had a guitar behind me, but It's it such really cool. There you go.
1: Thanks. Never seen one play five. That's cool.
0: Yeah, there you go. Yeah, playing it with a loud rock band, I usually stick a contact microphone, you just stick it right on the metal near the handle. Yep. And actually Sings pretty well, you we put some reverb on that. gets real ghostly real yeah. quick, yeah, so that has n- nothing to do with this song other than Brian Duane and the music tapes connection. but uh nevertheless, I may or may not cut that out. I mean, who cares really? uh people c- would complain about too much content i don't know um stop stop giving me so much they might be giants related content i've heard enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm turning this off. Oh, I've... <laughs> I've had enough of this band. Uh, okay, so uh, let's let's just go ahead and uh, rank uh, rate this uh, score this goddamn song. Yeah. What do you think? You have anything else to say about it? I
1: don't have much to say about it. I mean, it's short and sweet. I'd say it's I give it like a, a seven and a half.
0: I mean, I'm yeah. All this, all... Oh, I got to bring in my spreadsheet. See what I've been giving the rest of these. I mean, Seven and, though, and a half sounds about right. This is a fun one.
1: The whole song, is, uh, as if you weigh the score, probably like eight. I mean, it's, it's the whole, all the snippets of the song, they're just so good.
0: Are you talking about the fingertips as a whole?
1: whole, yeah. So what you have to do yeah. after you after you score each one, you have to do a weighted average and come up with a percentage.
0: Well, I think so, but we're not even halfway there, so don't get ahead of yourself.
1: <laughs> uh, I never want to be <laughs> doing that.
0: I'm interested to to get to one to see if you uh, you hate any of them. So let's see what have I given these other ones so far? Let's see. So everything is catching on fire. I gave a seven point five. Uh, I think I found a new friend. I might have to go a little bit lower than that, though. I do like the kind of uh, plotting, like and I, I now now that I know that that's a different guy too. I kind of like that too. Different singer. Yeah. Um, and then John Linnell on keyboard, that's all I think, uh, I think I'm think i going to go I'm, I'm going to go 6.9 Alright Okay, that'll do it For another episode of This Might Be a Podcast uh, Goodbye I found a new Friend Underneath my pillow Welcome to. <laughs> Sorry, ridiculous. We're not even halfway. Welcome to This Might Be a Podcast, the song by song podcast about the greatest band of all time. This this might be Giants. <laughs> Just get to the point where I can't even say the band's name anymore. They might be Giants is the name of the band, correct? And and, and I'm Greg Simpson, and Tom Dunford's over here. We're going to talk about Come On and Wreck My Car. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: jam or something.
0: Yeah. I, yeah, I'd say more like um, I don't know, it's more like that like mid-60s bubblegum stuff yeah. before rock got too hard or psychedelic. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's like that Peppermint Twist kind of uh, Come on, come on Rick my yep. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like early, it's like second or third album Beatles. Right? Yeah,
1: that's a little back what I was saying earlier, like the, the, the well that they grew from with the song of all the influences that I'm thinking back, like in 1992, you didn't hear this stuff. At least I didn't, because I grew up in a vacuum, with no one um, played any music um, in my family or anything. So I didn't hear any of that, any of that 60s, 50s, that kind of kind of stuff. Right. It was a good introduction to it, for sure. Kind of um, broadened my musical taste without me even knowing.
0: So you'd say the MIP Giants kind of took you like backwards to some some like the music that would have inspired oh, yeah. them.
1: Like, yeah, yeah. I, my parents, I'll tell you, they listen to nothing. My father was to sports radio, and my mother, he thought it was, I think, he thought all music was satanic. So, like, they might be giants is actually one of the few bands that I could slip past to the house and with her hearing without her freaking out. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so one of those moms, yeah, huh?
1: Crazy. Like, uh, man, in like remember they had like that devil inside song that was not allowed in my house, that was old, Oh. Old old.
0: Lord, no. I had, so I was teaching, um, cause I've taught a lot of, you know, I've taught band and a lot of, uh, I've taught a lot of guitar groups too. And I remember down in, uh, I was teaching down in south uh, eastern Indiana in a pretty small town, not even as small as I'm in now, but very church going community, very white. And in the guitar club, I'm not doing anything too risque, but we were doing, uh, KISS. We were doing, uh, yeah, I want to rock and roll yeah. all night. Rock and roll all night. And the mom, like it's the friggin' seventies still or something. The mom thinks the kiss are actually a satanic band. I'm like, and this is like Well thanks for service, the service, right? Right. It well, yeah, but like, come on. They're like a party rock band. They're not even like if 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 I was like, let's do a slayer song. You know, or Megadeth, or really I mean, really like anything like, nothing really, really, like, scary metal-wise came out until at least the 80s. I mean, maybe maybe Black Sabbath. Like, I could see if, like, uh, we were doing, like... I don't think she complained about Iron Man. No. They're I mean, a lot they're spookier Black to me.
1: Kids has that reputation. They have the, the scary makeup and... Oh,
0: so scary. <laughs> There's a guy that's a kitten. So scary yeah yeah seriously uh i want to see here what uh my new friend jared pike's uh i want to see which beatles song he did to this one let me see if i can find this point in the video here let's see um okay so wreck my car oh he did drive my car
1: of oh, course okay. that was-
0: yeah, I don't know if you want to go ahead and, and bring that up there, but Jarek Prided is his. Uh, so, yeah, but if you search Fingertips and Beatles, I'm sure you'll find it. Let me see. Uh, come
1: on, come on, and wreck my car. Come on, come on, and wreck my car. Come on,
0: come on, car. come on, and wreck my car. Yeah, this one makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That would just totally break my brain to take, like, two songs I really like, and somehow try to... I mean, like, doing a mashup, like, digitally taking two songs and smashing them together is one thing, but, like, trying to... It's like rubbing your head and patting your belly at the same time. Like, I mean, I can do that, but, like, singing the lyrics to one song, but then making it a different melody to another song. I don't know. (laughs) Like, it makes total sense when I hear it right there, but uh, I would have a lot of trouble doing that.
1: No, I couldn't do it. I, w- I wouldn't be able to. I I, I, I couldn't even play the chords he's playing in that song. But um, and also it's like then he's got himself playing on one on the left side the guitar and on the right side the the keyboard. Um, yeah. Really cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> on your podcast in the future.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think he's picked a song yet, but that'll be fun. Yeah, he talked briefly about how long it took him to. He's like, it came to me in a fever dream. <laughs> I'm like, man, how did he even come up with that idea? He talks about how long it took, and then like doing the one side, and then shaving, and then doing the other side. That's not a that's not a fake that's not fake stubble and mustache on the Flansburg side. Oh,
1: so he grew a beard for?
0: It. Nope. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, he grew the facial hair and filmed all the Flansburg stuff, and then shaved his face and did the Linnell side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh boy! This is why let me see. Know. Okay. This is why
1: you have no mutual friends? He's sitting in his house, for months at a time.
0: <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Yeah, It took me a whole year. Um, okay, so let me just make sure we're not missing any interesting facts on the wiki before we wrap this one up. Uh, let's see. Come on, wreck my car. Song themes, transportation. <laughs> uh, let's see. So this one is all Flainsburg. Yeah, lead vocal and electric guitar. That's all it is. And he does the backups too. Wait, does this one have drums in it? There's it drums, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Sorry, I just...
0: Yeah. Okay. I guess they never, like pre-live drummer, they never... They never credit uh, who programmed the drums. Really, I think they should. Like, it makes it seem like Linnell wasn't a part of it. But what if Linnell was the one that came up with the drum beat on the drum machine? I don't know. <laughs> I was <I don't, laughs> leave yeah, that out. You might. I mean, that's something you'll see in credits on albums: is the the drum programming. I mean, it takes it takes skill to make a drum machine sound cool. You know, I assume they're not just using a preset and be like
1: mm-hmm. boop. No. Yeah. Okay. The drum program on this sounds like real drums. I didn't know that was all programming until, um, until I started listening to your podcast. And, and, uh,
0: yeah, I haven't been looking much at the interpretations for uh, for these, but we got one guy talking about it sounds like the Beach Boys, and then we got another guy that says it sounds like Smash Mouth. <laughs>
1: Smash but then he got... <laughs> Smash Mouth didn't <laughs> exist. <Smash> Mouth <laughs> that's what the, a guy...
0: Yeah, a guy responds to him and says... Considering Smash Mouth didn't form until 1994 and didn't release the first sound until 1997, it may be more that Smash Mouth, Smash Mouth sounds like this one song. <laughs>
1: I'm willing to bet that Smash Mouth did not take their sound from Come On, Wreck My Car. Oh, fingertips, but...
0: That would be cool, though. That would, that what if be, you were inspired by, yeah, by a song that is this short, a 12-second song? You're like, man, could get a whole <laughs> band out of this. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't I don't hear the Beach Boys. I don't hear the Beach Boys. Come on. Uh, I mean, it's a little too aggressive for yeah, Beach Boys. Yeah. Maybe the vocals aren't sweet enough, yeah. but it's got the harmonies, you know, it's like flans and then like two more flans is backing himself up.
1: Yeah. Hey.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whatever,
1: whatever people do. Um,
0: yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's score this goddamn song.
1: Oh, I don't know. Um, four, five, I mean, it's six. <laughs> <laughs> let's do a five let's go right in the middle i'm not
0: good i'm not wow so this is this is not one your favorite no
1: i mean i'm not you know to be honest i'm not good at the scoring it's total totally arbitrary the the numbers that i'm giving give me some uh, of this
0: stuff oh come on man you knew what you're saying
1: i know for. but I, uh, gonna- oh, I i didn't i thought we were gonna do the whole song in one go but hey here i am
0: <laughs> <laughs> wrong uh okay come on and wreck my car i think i do like the style of it uh, and I mean you, you could you could say well it's so simple but all the songs are so you can't really even do that I'd say um, and I'd say mostly in these scores I don't know if I mentioned this up top I can't even remember what happened in the last taping it's all it's all a blur uh, that I'm um, kind of ranking these against each other and then yeah i think i think what you're saying is good like at the end we'll average them and that'll get it like fingertips as a whole how does that score against the rest of the catalog so here i think as far as within the fingertips suite i like this one and i'm just gonna get a flat out seven all right yes so that'll do it for another episode goodbye (laughs) goodbye